Welcome to Sharing the Spectrum, an Autism Canada podcast, an engaging series of discussions about relevant topics, including parenting, relationships, employment, education, nutrition, and so much more. We look forward to introducing you to people from our ASD community and sharing their perspectives on life and autism. And now, please enjoy this episode of Sharing the Spectrum, an Autism Canada podcast. Welcome back to Sharing the Spectrum an Autism Canada podcast. My name is Julie Perkis, and I'll be hosting today's episode. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe so that you're kept up to date on everything that we're doing here. Thanks, and enjoy today's podcast. So today I'm here with Jason Weppelman, and Jason is with Rangam Consulting. Um, Rangam is an organization that is uh, a staffing agency that provides jobs for people on the spectrum. Um, and today we're going to talk about how they do that and how they work with employers around barriers for people on the spectrum. So welcome, Jason. So glad to have you here today and really excited about this conversation. I'm sorry it's taken us a few tries to get here. <laughs> no problem at all. The holidays can, can be like that. And very excited to be talking to you, uh, the organization and all the, the folks out there. And hopefully we can help those on the spectrum find uh, careers. I I love this topic. It is it is chock full of um, interesting thoughts and ideas, and I'm really looking forward to getting into it with you. So to start off, why don't you maybe introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your relationship to the autism spectrum, and then we can talk a little bit more about the barriers that people on the spectrum face to employment and how you how you and Ringham can help with that. Sure. So um, I'm Jason Weppelman. I'm the client program manager here at Rangum slash Sourceabled, which is the platform we use uh, for job seekers to come in and uh, look for careers who are on the spectrum. Um, I've been working in the employment for people with autism disabilities field uh, for about a decade now. Uh, started up here in Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm from, where I actually built an employment program kind of up from scratch for community employment. Um, and then did that for about five years, helped build collaboratives to get people working together, kind of rowing in the same direction um, in terms of employment, because it's a, especially in the States, it's a very kind of fractured system and people at times even look at each other as competition and it, it kind of hurt the overall mission. So coming in, I, I used to be president of a better business bureau, head of customer service at a large bank. I even worked in radio. So I kind of came into it with a fresh set of eyes um, and saw that there was just ways we could do this better. Um, and so I spent five years doing that and had a lot of success doing that work locally, kind of in Northeast Ohio, but then uh, had the opportunity to do this work kind of nationally and even internationally where we start now with Fortune 1000 companies. We work with them at their corporate level, get them trained, get them engaged, get them excited about the prospect of hiring uh, people on the spectrum and, and other disabilities as well. Um, and then we go out and kind of make it a, a fully holistic thing that they do, not just a one-off program uh, or some kind of specialized initiative, uh, making sure that folks are integrated and going out to their operational centers. And these could be anything from banks to you know production facilities to it um but we're very we're very cautious to say that we don't focus just on it we don't like to perpetuate that you know only folks with autism are good at it work but that's it <laughs> so right. we, we always like to say there are no good jobs for people on the spectrum every job is a good job for someone on the spectrum right um but that's what we really do is we kind of serve as this bridge between uh these companies who wanted to really kind of do something like this for years but they they needed someone who had that business background and knew how to engage them where they're at as a business 
but also knew how to navigate kind of the autism disability world and be able to help connect them to that talent as well. Because it's one thing to get a company trained and even to get them excited. But if you just leave them on their own to say, okay, go find the talent, <laughs> that's where they really kind of struggle because your typical HR person isn't going to know where, where those folks are. And um, a lot of times you're to, to reach that talent, you're going through different aspects. So whether it be a support provider, whether it be a parent or guardian. Um, so that's a big part of why we do uh, you know podcasts, things like this, uh, to try and promote awareness that this exists because so many people, especially those on the spectrum, don't even necessarily you know have a way of knowing that these opportunities exist because they aren't receiving any services after they get out of school or get out of college. Right. And that is, that is so important. I think one of the other thing that's really important about your organization is that you're um, not only minority and women owned, but you're also disability owned. So I think it's really important for the community to understand that you're coming at this from a, um, from a perspective that understands and that is committed to making sure that um, everyone uh, is treated equally within the um, employment process as well. Yeah, that's that's a really key thing for us, kind of twofold on that. Um, being minority, minority woman and disability owned as a workforce solutions provider is how we're set up as a company. Uh, that allows us to work with a lot of these companies who, when they see that, that attracts them instantly. Um, it kind of gives you like a preferred nations <laughs> kind of right. status to where they they realize that they're they're getting all that. But what I'm really proud of is is how SourceAbled is made up of folks like me who have directly worked in the field. You know, I've been the person at two in the morning who's had to drive someone to work because their transportation failed um, and worked with people on the spectrum and understand, you know, some of the ins and outs of doing that. Mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, and people like me on the team as well who have disabilities, autism ourselves. So, you know, not just people with that shared uh, experience of having done the work, but also people who live this day in and day out. Yeah, that's so important for our community um, that the people that they work with and, and that support them understand where they're coming from. And I think that that is um, that's such an important perspective for your organization. And, and I really um, we really appreciate that about about what you're doing. So let's talk a little bit about um, the barriers that people with disabilities face, because I think that. Um, you know, when we're talking about employment, there are, are some sort of standard steps to getting a job. And I think for people who are neurodivergent, some of those steps can be really difficult. Um, can we talk a little bit about that and about how you yeah. um, how you navigate that? Yeah, that's, you know, what we were very conscious in, in, in building the platform of SourceAbled was, you know, going around and doing this work, whether I did it locally or nationally, you saw that the biggest barrier for someone, especially on the spectrum, finding work had nothing to do with their ability to do the job in many cases. It was the application and the interview process. So we went about fixing that in a, in a few different ways. Um, so, for example, if you see a position on SourceAbled and you want to go apply for it, it's a two or three button click application process. You know, you're not spending an hour filling out an application with then another hour long personality test and trying to decide how they want you, you know, to answer a question. Right. Um, you know, of course, again, spending extensive amounts of times with our corporate partners, providing them the training on how someone would interview and how someone you might need to amend this process to, you know, make it easier for that person who's gonna struggle with something like this. 
But, you know, it's it's more about even when we work with these corporate partners. And I think what's great in working with people with autism and with disabilities is that you're able to, to go to these companies at the end of the day and say, hey, you know, by the way, what's working for these folks is what's going to work for everybody <laughs> if you can put the human back in human resources. So what, one last thing I'll say on this particular topic, too, that I, I really particularly love how we're set up is that if you go to Sourceabled and you see a position and you open it up, there's actually an email link that goes directly to someone who's working that particular account. So let's say you're a job seeker and you have a question about a position. You're able to actually make direct contact with someone and ask that question. Or maybe you're a support provider and you have someone who you think would be a great fit for this job, but they don't necessarily represent themselves well on paper then you're able to reach out and have those discussions with someone so that they get every consideration. So I, I like to say at times, like you can think of this platform as the indeed or monster for people with autism, neurodivergence and uh, disabilities and their supports. But I think that's the one thing we always wanna differentiate ourselves is that you're always gonna have ways of connecting with people and actually discussing the person, not just you know looking at it as some blank void that you apply and fingers crossed that things go okay. Well, and that's the way that seems to be the way these things have gone, right? Is is you send your resume over a, a, a link, you never get to talk to anybody. And so personality and, and skills are almost taken out of it. It's just it's just what you can do on paper. And that for so many people is just not enough. So this is a real gift for people. So when you say there's someone they can talk to, is that someone within your organization or within the organization that's hiring? Yeah, someone within our organization. So okay. we we kind of take the lead on the the recruiting efforts for these companies. That's basically what, uh, you know, in addition to the training and everything else that we're doing, that's kind of what they're paying us to do is to kind of be that interim person. And the nice thing about this is being a workforce solutions company, this is where basically these large companies do about 30% of their hiring just day in and day out. So it's really nice that the companies engage us on this level because they're already, they pay us 100% for what we do. So we never charge a job seeker, their families, their provider, anything. Um, but that financial commitment is something that's nice too, because the positions you see on Source Abled aren't just, you know, hey, we're open to hiring someone on the spectrum for this position. It's going to be filled with someone right. on the spectrum. So right. that's one of the real nice things. And again, that you're able to connect to someone who understands you, who's, you know, done this day in and day out, or who, who uh, you know, lives with autism on a daily basis themselves. Uh, you're able to connect with someone who's going to be able to help navigate. And if even if you're not a good fit for that position, they're going to be keeping you in mind for things that are constantly being added and coming to us new. So, you know, while we can't ever guarantee someone an opportunity, you're going to be able to connect with someone who's always going to be looking out for you at that point. That's incredible. It's, it's almost like having a um, an employment counselor at your fingertips. Yeah, I always say it's a great tool, whether you have services or not. Um, if you are an organization who supports people um, on the spectrum and you provide, like, say, you know, the job development, the job coaching, by all means, you're allowed to be part of this process. We want you to do that. Um, we even if you offer job coaching, we want you to do that. We don't want to interfere with your services. You know the person the best. You know, we know how important the funding is and everything as well. Right. So we, we want people to capture that. But what I really love about this is, you know, at least in the States, about 80% of people don't get any kind of formalized support. And those are the people often who just need that little bit of, you know, help navigating something or a little bit of uh, interview coaching or, you know, even maybe a little on-site stuff. 
So while we don't offer those services formally, again, we're made up of people who have done that work. So we can help someone all the way from the application to the interview to even some on-site assistance if they need it, even if they're not set up to get formalized services. So that's another kind of thing that we made sure as we built this was bridging these gaps that we saw in trying to do this work nationally before and really trying to build that awareness that it gets out to these folks who, you know, just need that little bit of awareness that something like this exists. And if they need supports, that they're always going to have someone over here who understands and can help them out. Even though we train the companies extensively on natural supports, there's always that, you know, 10%, 15% of time where maybe a third party can help out. I love it. I love it. I'm curious about your relationship to the organizations that um, you are hiring for. Um, in Canada, how many, like, are there quite a few that you're working with in Canada right now? Yeah, we, we presently are working with uh, over 30 uh, Fortune 1000 companies. Um, I believe almost all of them have some kind of presence in Canada. I'd, I'd have to double check, but we're also, we're also kind of in a a really good part right now where we're talking <laughs> where a lot of times I get kind of faced with the chicken or the egg scenario of, you know, we know we're going to be expanding in, in Canada. You know, do you wait until those positions are up and posted and need to get filled or do you start reaching out before they're filled necessarily? So uh, we're kind of in that little bit beforehand period, especially with coming into a new year, you know, you've always got some a, a month, a month, month and a half or so of transition time before things get really rocking and rolling again. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm happy to have this to build awareness, but also with how the system is set up, um, let's just say you're a job seeker. Um, you're able to go and sign up on Sourceable as a jo job seeker and upload your resume, all that good stuff. And then that starts notifying you as these positions go live and get up there. So even if you go there now and you don't see anything that's a good fit for you, um, you're able to make sure that you're getting notified when they go live. And the emails you get from us will always be when a position goes live. We don't, you know, spam you every day with, you know, multiple things. Um, but that's another nice aspect too, is that people can go and you can do the same if you are a support provider too. You can go on there and be notified as soon as positions go live. But of course, myself, the team, we're always available to answer questions before then as well. That's great. So you can sort of sign up and and just hear about jobs as they come as well, which is which is an excellent um, resource for people. What um, did the employers generally come to you? Do you do you reach out to employers to try and um, create a more inclusive hiring process, or how do, how does your how does it work? Yeah, we it's it's a little bit of both. Right now, we're in this exciting time where you you know obviously we have a sales team who goes out and tries to connect with the businesses to do this type of stuff and conferences, all that good stuff. But we have been just kind of in this groove uh, where companies have been hearing about the work we do and have been actively reaching out to us and kind of starting that you know engagement process I told you about where you know we go through that months of training and getting them ready um, because we don't just have a company come to us and say okay we'll post your position tomorrow <laughs> we have to go in learn about their positions you know see their culture see how things are set up their application their interview process you know make sure that it's set up the best and most uh, efficient way uh, for people on the spectrum and other disabilities to to get that equal footing and access so yeah it's uh it's a little bit like I said a mix of both we're really fortunate right now though where we're having a lot of people just coming to us which is always great that is great that is great and it's so important that companies become more inclusive that way um and it's really amazing that they have a partner in you that can help them get there um so generally you would take care of the um the interview and the hiring process then once a person is hired into the company i'm assuming you, through your pre-process you've coached them in 
you know, if there's accommodations that are needed, if there's specific accessibility needs and all of that. And then do you do that on an individual um, on an individual basis as well? So like a general overview for the whole company and then for each individual person? Yeah, we're able to go in. So part of our training with the companies is talking about supports and accommodations. Um, so they're pretty much, you know, open and accepting to anything that comes their way. Uh, the biggest one, I think, with any company that you talk about is job coaching. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the the nice thing is kind of once you've got a, every company we work with accepts job coaching um, to some degree. Uh, during COVID, it's been a little tricky because sometimes they want to limit the amount of people on site, but they'll still allow like virtual pre or post game. But that's usually the worst case scenario. Most times people are allowed on site. Um, so the reason I bring up coaching is because once a company's kind of accepted that any other accommodation is, <laughs> you know, pretty, right. pretty, pretty easy. And, you know, that's about the biggest one we run into because we're with the ADA and all that stuff, having been as old as it is now, right. We're not, you know, really needing to retrofit buildings or do really highly expensive accommodations. So usually you might be talking about, a, a for depending on the disability, you know, a, a reader screen or maybe modifying a workstation, um, some noise canceling headphones, things like that. You're not talking about anything that carries some big expense. And I think about 75% of the time it doesn't cost anything. It's more just about how are we going to work this particular interview or something to, to that degree. But I think that's what's really cool now that we've been in in this COVID world for a couple of years is that you know companies are basically used to now having to adjust on the fly and right. do these things. So what, what used to be this big scary, like work from home is a perfect example, right? It's this big scary thing that we could never do in a million years and all of a sudden we need to do it and we were everyone was doing it within a week <laughs> so right and it's working that, out right it's working out for the most part i think for most people i talk to anyway it's working out really well so yeah um yeah i um i i i'm also curious about organizations and how they how they create acceptance for people who are neurodivergent or disabled um within their organizations, obviously you coach that. So do you coach an entire team? Do you coach an HR team? Do you coach um, the people in the department? How does that, how does that all work? Yeah, all of the above. I mean, so, you know, we start at the very top corporate levels, uh, you know, working with them, getting them on board, getting them trained, getting them engaged. Uh, then we'll, you know, for certain different types of business, and it's going to, it might look a little different now in this kind of COVID world we live in, but a lot of what I would personally do, um, like over the fast, fast five years, I've been to 40 of the 50 states and multiple cities in each state. I would go to their actual operational centers, do the training with their teams there, and then have tours of organizations who support people on the spectrum come in, uh, be able to meet the management, connect with them. Then we'd have hiring events where people would come in uh, and you know be guaranteed interviews, things like that. So yeah, definitely every level of person who's going to be you know interacting and working with folks on the spectrum, we want to have them trained. Um, so we make sure to put put that in there. We also help companies build uh, employee resource groups, uh, things like that. So one of the things that's really exciting as you go through this process is you know companies start seeing, wow, we've already been hiring people on the spectrum. It was just that they weren't maybe competent enough to come out and say this is who I am and bring their full selves to work. So 
by doing that, you know, we're able to build these resource groups where now they start internally having their own folks coming forward and then kind of help building out the program even internally through the eyes of the people who work there. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely very, you know, engaging and making sure we're connecting with anyone and everyone to, so that they're understanding what we're doing, especially that it isn't a charitable act, that it's a business solution, and that, you know, the supports that any person on the spectrum may need is similar to any coworker who, you know, might need to leave early to pick up their kids one day or something. You know, we're already doing and making accommodations and supports um, um, but just because it's someone on the spectrum, we might identify it as something bigger when in, in reality it, it isn't. That's an incredible perspective shift for sure. Like I had never really thought about it that way. But when you think about an accommodation, just being in an accommodation, no matter who the person is, um, that is a that is a real sh mindset shift, I think, probably for a lot of organizations, because that's so true. You know, leaving early to pick up your kids or needing uh, nose noise canceling headphones, not that different. No, it, it's really not. And once you, you know, see, and you get involved in this and again, that's, if COVID has done anything positive, I think it's shown a lot of companies that, yeah, you know, we, there's things that we just have to adjust, but once you do that, you're going to have a more comfortable workforce. You're going to have people who appreciate that more and stay longer. Um, and just in general, you know, it, it makes for a better environment. And again, that's what I really love about when you do this work is by the time you're done working with someone, you get to show them that, you know, this wasn't just going to be good for people on the spectrum. It's actually going to be great for from how you do your interviewing, everything. It's going to open up so many better ways of doing business and kind of putting the human back in human resources, as opposed to, you know, this monolith way that we've been doing it for quite a while, quite frankly, that often looks to screen people out more than it looks to bring good people to you. Right, right. Oh my gosh, that is, that's incredible. I, I'm sort of overwhelmed with all the things I want to say right now. <laughs> and I know we talked about this before, but I just, I just love what the work you're doing. I think it's so important. And I think it's, um, you know, I just want more people to know about it. Let's talk a bit about, um, let's talk a bit about source abled and um, where people can access that and, um, and a little bit about that part of the process as well. Yeah, so right. um, really simple. Just go to sourceabled.com, and there's a D at the end of that, so sourceabled. Um, and once you go there, if you're a job seeker, um, you'll see it's just like, you know, a lot of other job search platforms you'd go into. The one thing I would suggest if you're in Canada um, is to actually just enter in, like, Canada is where you're searching. Um, we're still working on some things when it comes to actual different, you know, like, provinces and cities and everything and since there's not like hundreds of positions in canada right now it'd probably be the best way to go about and search um but also the one thing i always recommend whether you're a provider whether you're a job seeker is creating that profile for yourself so you get those notifications they come directly to you um and you don't have to worry about constantly revisiting the website but one thing that is really kind of nice too by you guys going on there and doing that is that that helps us attract more businesses because we can say, you know, hey, in Canada, we have, you know, 5,000 job seekers signed up in SourceAbled and we have, you know, and they're from this area or that area or what have you. And then when a company sees that, they go, wow, well, there's a whole untapped pool of talent that, you know, we want to go and they, they start looking to target your areas, places to do that. So 
Yeah, it's really as simple as that. It takes a couple minutes. Uh, you can go on there, sign yourself up, and then that makes applying a lot easier because now you can just do one or two button clicks to, to apply for a position. Um, but then as you're reviewing stuff, like I said earlier, if you have questions, if you want to reach out, you can either email me. Um, and I'm sure we'll put up, you know, my email in here somewhere <laughs> or on any of any of those uh, requisitions that you see up there. Like I said, there's going to be an email link in there that goes to someone who's working that particular account. You can shoot an email over there. But yeah, we, we wanted to make it as simple and as easy as possible. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of companies are adjusting right now, um, but there's still a lot that haven't where. I, I'm really hoping we see in the in the next decade or so the days of the hour long application and the you know the personality tests really kind of go away because it's you know I can't tell you how many people start an application and I know for a fact just stop once it looks like I'm going to be sitting here for you know an hour and a half so um, we we want to make it as easy and accessible for people as possible and give them something to talk to if they need it. I love it. I love it. What about companies that want to sign up with you? Um, you know, we have lots of people that listen to this podcast and that and that review our um, social media where we'll be sharing this information as well. Um, is it just a matter of giving you a phone call and you can start the process? Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd love to hear from anyone who's interested. Um, you know, again, we primarily work with Fortune 1000 companies, but that doesn't mean that we're not happy to talk to anyone, um, even if it's someone who, uh, you know, we can't necessarily work with on a formalized contract basis, we can get them pointed in the right direction and, and help them get, you know, where they need to go. So definitely always feel free to reach out to me um, and I can get you started and then I can connect you with folks on our team who, you know, help uh, get everything up and rolling with the company. Amazing. We're here to, because again, we've seen these companies have wanted to do this, but they needed someone to kind of be this bridge, right? Who, who wouldn't just build that program like in Toronto and then, okay, well, it's up for us, the company to figure out how we're going to do it in Texas or in another province in Canada. Right. Um, and we really hope that, you know, whatever we have is, first off, I'm always open to having more conversations, whether you're a job seeker, whether you're a family member, whether you're a business um, I am that my that's basically what my job is, is to have conversations like this. Um, but, you know, really appreciate this opportunity just because we really need to spread the word and let this know it, it exists. I can't tell you how it, you would think the challenge would be getting businesses on board and, and getting that buy in and everything. And honestly, that's really the easy part. You know, the, the right. challenge is is finding the talent making sure they're aware of this. And, and even to a degree that understanding that just because you don't see something right now doesn't mean in a week, there might not be something there. So, you know, take those two minutes to sign up so that you can be notified as opportunities come or check the website, whatever it may be. Um, because that's a, a sometimes part of the struggles we see is you, you talk to, whether it be an organization or a job seeker, and they get, you know, a little frustrated that there's not a perfect fit right then. But that's all just part of it would be just like on any job search tool, right? We, we, it, it could be filled with stuff right now. That's a great fit for you, or it might take a few months, but with something like this and specifically with this uh, talent that we're targeting, it's only a matter of time until there's going to be a good fit. And we also actually have a lot of permanent work from home roles um, that people can go on the website and search. So while you might be in Toronto, you could be working for a company based out of California or New York. Um, and we have international clients as well that we work with. So there's a lot of opportunity in that to where, you know, there could be positions just be perfect fits for you, but it would be just staying working at home. That's great. That's great. And I, I you know, it's really interesting to me that the, um, issue, it's probably the wrong word, but the issue is more finding the people to fill the roles that you actually have 
lots of rules. And it's, it's that now the bridge between the, between you and the potential employees. So um, we are excited to help with that. We're going to share this with our community and, um, and we really hope that uh, we can send some people your way and start getting some of these rules filled and getting some of these amazingly qualified people, um, the work that they are looking for. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I kind of half joke around sometimes. I, I say every company in the world could tomorrow say we're only going to hire people on the spectrum and they'd really have no way to deliver that message because, you know, it's a little bit of a complicated deal, right? Because uh, a lot of times you're obviously targeting the job seeker themselves and you want to find them and reach them. But for this population, a lot of times you're going to their college uh, office or you're going to a parent or guardian even or something like that. So, you know, even in how you if there was a good place to go and do media and stuff like this to, to promote it, you know, you're trying to reach different audiences in a lot of different cases. So, yeah, having someone uh, like you, uh, especially who can reach the you know entire country, be able to get that out there and get to a lot of people who may need help but don't have any kind of formalized supports. Uh, that's really huge for us. And then we just hope it's spider webs from there that, you know, they tell someone else and they tell someone else. And, you know, pretty soon you've you've got some pretty big awareness of what you're trying to do. Yeah, of course. And that's the key. And, and you know, I know our family services team gets calls about employment frequently. So having um, you and your organization as a resource will be really helpful for them. So I just want to thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Um, I am you know, we're very grateful for you to you and your organization for doing the work that you do because inclusivity in employment is so important and we want to, um, we definitely want to help promote that um, from our end. So thanks for your time. And we're going to share this with our, um, with our community and we'll continue to share on social media as well so that people know to come to you and to sign up and to be on your list so that they can start receiving the information they need to, um, to get the job that they're looking for. All right. Well, I, I appreciate it. And I, I know you're thanking us, but really, like I said, we say thank you guys. Having been, you know, someone who's been, has done that boots on the ground work, I know how challenging and difficult it can be. Um, so really thank you to everyone who does, you know, that support type work. Um, to everyone who is on the spectrum and looking for work, we're just happy to, to help you find those careers and make sure that, you know, you're getting that best option at, you know, having that independent life, living up to your potential. Um, so we really thank all of you uh, for everything you do. And hopefully this will be something that, again, is another tool in the toolbox, makes it a lot easier. And by the more successes we have, the more it's just going to kind of be that self-perpetuating cycle where the corporate world sees and values people on the spectrum as an actual talent option. It's not, you know, again, some one-off or something we do for only certain types of positions. It's something that is just going to be part of the recruiting strategy going forward. Amazing. Amazing. Exactly our goal as well. Well, thank you for your time. And, uh, and I'll look forward to talking to you again about this at some point, because I would love to revisit it and see how things are going in Canada in maybe six or months or so. Yeah, anytime. Thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned for more episodes of Sharing the Spectrum and Autism Canada podcast. The beautiful music you heard is from Bruce Pethrick. Bruce is a neurodiverse musician and friend of Autism Canada. You can check out more of his music on his website at brucepethrick.com. Our executive producer is Barbara Patton. Julie Perkis is our producer. Additional thanks to the Autism Canada team, including Tafari Anthony, Shannon Selinski, Dominique Payment, Mariana Kurek, and Earl Selinski. 
For more information about Autism Canada, don't forget to visit us at autismcanada.org. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube.